Hey there, welcome to episode 32 of the Cafe Genius Impresarios audio program. Today is Friday, October 6, 2023, though the field recording in this episode this time is from Wednesday, October 4th. I'm your host, as always, Dan Hugo. We are, uh, we are going to speak today remotely and in the past about the Greater Vegas Ideation Hub, also known as Desert Wind Coffee Roasters. We actually had a pitch mingle event after hours because Pam and Joe, proprietors of Same, are, uh, I don't even know what the right word would be. They are uh, essential enablers. They are part of the entrepreneurial support organization that is the ecosystem, and uh, they don't really get enough credit. An ideation hub is an essential component of an entrepreneurial innovation ecosystem, and that, so far, is absolutely desert wind. There may be others. Uh, Join us as we chat about this on location at Desert Wind. And by the way, Desert Wind is not sponsoring this episode, although they are... uh, It it could be fairly said that uh, by donating the shop after hours for things like Pitch Mingle, other activities, meetups, gatherings, they're they're open all the time. Uh, Fair to say they sponsor us, and this is only fair. Let's listen in and uh, come back later for some follow-up and some unfortunate news about Cafe Centro. I'll get to that later. So we're here with Sean Martin and Ollie Oliver. (laughs) Both are apparently good, so I'm going to use both. No. Uh, that's right. I will try to, I will conscientiously swap them out. Oliver. So we're sitting, we're sitting after hours at what I would like to call the ideation hub of Greater Vegas, the number one place to come and share ideas in a social setting that is comfortable, delightful, delicious, lovely. Uh, the fine coffee stylings of the likes of Oliver and his colleagues who work here. Owner Pam is good enough to let us have this place now and then after hours. We literally just finished our pitch mingle. Uh, So today is October 4th, and uh, we're going to chat briefly since we're wrapping it up. We're sitting at a table. We're enjoying some coffees, and uh, the mic is near Ollie. So I'm going to start with Ollie. I call this an ideation hub. I think it's where people come and socialize and share ideas. Not true of many coffee shops in Vegas. What has been your experience? Just talk about anything you like, though, really, because that's part of the charm is that we get to talk about what we want. And now you. So me working here, and I've told a lot of people this before, but it's been really cool to see the different relationships and friendships that have been born here, right? So um, we've got groups of people that have never met each other outside of the coffee shop that come here now just to hang out with each other and... You know, I'm thinking of Gordon, Irene, and them people, um, and them people that uh, have formed, and they've been friends for years, just meeting here at the coffee shop, you know? And Martin here, he's, how many friendships do you have through this coffee shop? Tons. Tons, right? Like, I'm thinking about not only me, but like Tova, Ian. Yeah, a handful. A handful. And it's all because of here. Yeah, even Julie, yeah, and it's all because of here. They met here, and great ideas were formed here, you know. Martin working on his app here, I'm sure he gets a lot of uh, um, feedback and insight from just the interactions that he has here. I'm going to just briefly interrupt you and say, Mm -hmm. I agree. The, The thing that struck me, 
the few times that I had been here with Martin often was how many people are aware of what you're working on when you they're like, oh, how's the app coming? Or, oh, yeah, we gulped it out the other day. Or so everybody that I ran into with Martin who knows Martin, which I think was everybody, was at least familiar, had heard about it, possibly already tried it out. This is something I haven't seen here in Vegas since I've lived here for 10 years. I had seen it quite often in Silicon Valley where I used to live. You walk into a familiar coffee shop, the usual hangouts, and you'd always get the, hey, do you have a demo? Can I see how, how are things coming? Here's, do you want to see what I'm working on? So same idea. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, just being behind the counter and witnessing that. You know, a lot of people think we don't pay attention back here, but we do. You know, we I, I, I listen to people's conversations sometimes and just seeing those, like I said, again, seeing those relationships formed is really cool to see and i like being a part of it you know because the coffee is the stage that all plays out on right i agree (laughs) what about you martin what do you think about how has it helped your your app come along well as a solo entrepreneur and freelance photographer I'm usually working out of my house alone and I need to get out and network and meet other people so I could share so I could not only share knowledge but also acquire knowledge from others. I'm I'm like I'm Right. Like I I'm constantly seeking like feedback and just wanting to know what other people's thoughts and perspectives are just so I could um, have a better understanding of what I'm doing and where, I, where I'm heading. And so coming to Desert Wind, not only, well, Desert Wind Coffee Roasters not, not only gave me a uh, place to be able to find like-minded people who are not only um, willing to share their time, effort, energy, and knowledge with me, but uh, they're genuinely like wanting to know what I'm doing. And so I love the, the, that like family feel of like people like wanting to really like people who want to see you do well. Right. So I think that's another reason why I do come back to, to this coffee shop is because then I meet people who I've made friends with here, but they also encourage me and want to see me successful and me wanting to do that for them as well. So And becomes, sincerity, too. The, yeah, the sincerity yeah. is there. I could see that. Again, uh, you know everybody here. Whenever I've been here with you, everybody, hey, Martin, how's it going? <laughs> and they do, there is a, the, you know, it's like going to a pub if you're in a pub culture. Cheers. Um, it's your usual, yeah, your usual spot. And everybody knows your name and they know what you're working on and you f- have the same, right? So you, it's not like, go ahead, Oliver. On the, other, on the other side of that, too, I've also seen where Martin's trying to get work done. And every every person he knows is coming up to him, and it kind of stops him from doing that sometimes, you know? Yep, so I've been there. Yep. It's a double-edged sword. Absolutely. In fact, I, so in there was a coffee shop near where I lived in, so in uh, Sunnyvale, California. I was like, I'm going to get out of my – I'm working at home all the time. I'm going to go out, do the coffee shop every day, 9 o'clock in the morning till they close at like 7 or whatever it was. And eventually you're like, I'm getting nothing done. I'm talking to everyone about what they're working on. They want to see what I'm working on. Everybody's, you know, project. I'm still in touch with some of those people though today. So to your point about building friendships, Oliver, about, uh, 
you know, you get to watch all this stuff, but you're a part of it too. Obviously you're, you're sitting here right now because Martin loves you. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing but good. Uh, and as do most. Yeah. Martin's one of my best friends now. Yeah. We, the first drink I ever sold this guy, he told me he was trash, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. true. So true. And you know that but, uh, we do the review segment. I great friendship. <laughs> by, uh, by the way, I did have a cortado with brown sugar. The, the, the delightful. Yeah, yeah. This drink was good. I'm not. We we th- we laugh at that now, you know. <laughs> well, anybody who's a regular anywhere, it's hard to be a, a regular. You could be a regular at a barbershop. There's a similar culture to barbershop sometimes. Um, bars are a little bit tricky because the those who are on one side of the bar are watching those on the other side become less and less functional. <laughs> uh, coffee has kind of the opposite effect, but. <laughs> You rarely go to a bar to share ideas. You share opinions, politics and religion excluded, of course, pub rules. But yeah, if you can come to a place where people are engaged with what you're working on and it's not merely transactional, but you have an ongoing conversation, I think that's really invaluable. That's why Ideation Hub, I think, is a critical component of a innovation culture. Don't, let me, don't get me started. I'll talk for another hour. Um, Sean, you want to uh, chime in? I think the only thing I want, I'd like to add is... The, uh, the, the coffee culture is almost very conducive to that innovation, right? Um, a lot of businesses, a lot of partnerships, a lot of things, great things started in, in coffee shops. Um, but there's also that, it, it's almost that the extension of work. I think you mentioned, Dan, that, you know, like uh, you go to a coffee shop because you're tired of being at home just staring at that computer, right? Because like humans, I mean, we're social creatures, regardless of what people tell you during COVID or whatever, that kind of like screws screws us over. But I think we crave um, companionship. We crave um, interaction. And and I think that's, you know, like, it's almost that validation from an innovation perspective, right? It's like, oh, hey, I'm building something. I'd like to show you. Like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, Check this out. Check this out. Um, You know, like, uh, at a work setting, um, you know, it's almost like, oh, yeah, we're we're all sort of doing the same thing. But in a coffee shop setting where each person really has their own little project venture startup whatever um where it's, it, it would have different goals right i think that's that's what makes it a little bit more special um and, and they can be, be themselves and they can be themselves exactly sure. and and if you have a variety of different ideas you always have different perspectives you'll get some real feedback you might get some like oh i hadn't thought about that you know insights yeah. um which martin has kind of re- referred to uh, the gulp it out concept that he's working on essentially enables that on one-to-one chatting, but it's sharing your idea with somebody and then getting that feedback. It's, it's powered the pitch workout room concept, which I've already said was similar in, in a, in a different way, like an orthogonal way, but yeah, getting feedback from real people who actually care. So it's not merely transactional, but the, an active interest. Um, my, in my travels, uh, Aside from the fact that you eventually you do run out of, you're like, okay, I'm not working anymore. I'm just talking. <laughs> um, until you reach that point, though, the value of that interaction and the feedback from people and just 
there is a certain value of showing somebody what you're working on and getting that positive dopamine hit, right? Like, oh, cool, right? Or not as cool as last time, right? Which is useful also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would also say that um, coffee is more like a workday thing. Going mm-hmm. to a pub or similar is more of the end of the workday. So if you can make a coffee shop, which is not true in every coffee shop here, which I'll get to in a second, but it, you make the coffee shop an extension of your, wherever you're working. It could be taking a break from work, wherever you were actually working, or it might be, you know, I'm just going to go down and show people my what I'm working on and enlist early testers, as Martin has done. I think everybody here is uh, familiar as early users, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but I, I think that's that's the reason why that the whole coffee shop concept is really makes sense, right? Because I think in this type of uh, environment, people are more open to um, having those those conversations. Um, I think I think Dan, what you mentioned with you know, in uh, the valley, where you know, like a lot of businesses, a lot of people, oh, hey, like, you know, you just look at the other tables, like, hey, they're building something. What is that? That looks kind of interesting. You know, let me. Can I join you? Can I join you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we are hiring. So, like, that's, that's, that happens. Sure, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, like, you go to any coffee shop around town, there's always somebody working on their computer or a student that's studying or, or whatever, building something. Um, I think, at least for me, um, what's uh, a little bit more challenging is, okay, like, how do you actually, is it okay to approach people or is it, you know what I mean? It's not as, uh, uh, I'm not like, you know, Martin is like a social butterfly. (laughs) Well, I will give some credit, though, to this setting that Pam and her cadre of fine employees, such as Ollie, Oliver, which whatever one we're on now. (laughs) No, but you ha- the the foundation is a place where people are comfortable, sh- and the furnishings. If you've never been here, uh, this is audio only, so you're not you're not able to see. But there's it's almost like home tables and chairs, yeah, rustic and homey. Um, it's not Starbucks. Everything is matching and and squared off and sort of encouraging you to leave. Cold. It's not yeah. cold, right? Yeah. Like there's there's, there's something. I mean, some coffee shops like it's so very postmodern really like there's no um warmth that gets you in and out exactly right Right. and so you build on that with um you walk in here and martin says hey dan oh you should meet these 12 people that i know here (laughs) so you get warm introductions in person you kind of want to come back i'll say my story i came here with a friend of mine um andrew uh andrew wolfen i don't know if you know him so we sat at the couch over there and it was a while ago. It was right after the pandemic times. Uh, we were like, hey, you want to go out? And he goes near me. So we came here. And then when Martin and I came here, I was like, I have been here before. And uh, the, the, can, the, the can of worms was opened. Worms everywhere. So, but, so the warm introductions, the culture of sharing. But what I will say, there are other coffee shops, which shall remain, remain nameless here in the greater Vegas area. I don't get that sense. You, Sean just said that people are there working on their stuff, which is true. I often find they're wearing their headsets or earbuds or whatever, and they're in their own zone. They've essentially left home or work, office, whatever, to work in a coffee shop, but they're they're not quite there. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it does, and that's it. That I, I don't know if that makes it harder, um, or or is it actually you're just there to not be at home, 
right? But you're not, you know, like I think one of the points that you mentioned, right? Okay, if we if we really want this to be innovation, um, you know, like this this environment, then I think there has to be an openness of sharing, of having the conversation, of building those relationships, of showing, you know, hey, which check this out. Yeah, it's it's welcoming right. yeah exactly not only and welcoming but also some trust level as in martin i don't believe is concerned that anyone that comes to this uh, shop on any given day is going to steal his idea quote unquote steal so you have to be able to trust the people that are entering this uh, innovation i'm sorry ideation hub innovation from ideation right so the, the freedom and trust that you have to share your ideas and get the feedback is essential and I think here you're, I, I mean, I've, I've been here where Martin will say, oh, I was just talking to some people, over, you know, at the other end of the, the space here, like, uh, Dan, come over here and explain this or that. And we've had these, you know, extended conversations from the other meetings that we had earlier here. And then it, things just go from there, right? You're, it's a very fluid conversational environment. I get the sense in some other nameless coffee shops around town that like, don't bother me. Like, I don't want to know what you're working on. Don't look at my laptop. Don't, you know, so. I'll have that screen, have that, that privacy screen on sure. your laptop. Yeah. And, and not everybody is like that, but I get that feeling. Even if they're open to discussion, the scent, the, the, the air is thick with like, stay away. Martin, please, please jump in. Save me. <laughs> uh, no, um, there's that as well here too, right? Like, um, I guess since uh, I do spend a lot of time at, Desert Wind specifically, this coffee shop, uh, I, I, I've 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 uh, uh, I've gained like an understanding of when somebody's like in the zone of what they're doing, and so yeah, when you have that feeling like oh no, no this person's in the zone, they're doing their thing, obviously you give them that their their space and that respect, right? But then then you'll get a sense like oh they, they they're like when they're like moving around a little bit, oh they need a stretch because they've been sitting for like over an hour, and then I think that's when you could like oh by the way what are you working on like you could you know you'll find that that little uh moment where you can interact and then i found when i do do that everyone is open to wanting to share their idea you know it's like that icebreaker as well right it's like but then it's a respectful thing because then you're like oh i'm aware that you're in the zone doing your work but then now you're you know you took a quick break so maybe that's my moment to be able to like Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> sure. Gulp it out. <laughs> and, and that may be true at the nameless shops that I'm envisioning, but I, I just so often it's um, it's visibly isolating, insulated. I won't say. I, I think people would be, they wouldn't be like claws out, get away from me, but it's definitely earbuds in. I'm doing my thing. I'm not here to chit chat. I'm here to do my thing, not do our thing. I don't want to hear about your idea. I'm busy. So that's the sense. Nobody has actually said that out loud, but the, the character of the places are they're busy. There are people are in and out. If they are having meetings, it's two people talking. It's not a round table discussion or it's not the, the cushion chairs in the middle of this the place here where people just kind of hang chit chat. Um, I've been here where people walk in and everybody in the place is like norm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Totally. And that's that's the foundation of a place like this. So ideation hubs critical. Ollie Oliver Ollie, which one? What am I on? Oliver, I think. What? <laughs> you look like you want to you want to chime in. The value of the captain of the ship, the bartender in a bar, the oh, head barista. In a, yeah, I, I was just gonna add that 
sorry, I was just going to add that too. I think uh, part of the warmth of um, the ideation, ideation, innovation center, coffee shop is the captain of the ship. It's the barista, it's the bartender, right? Um, because, you know, like in everything, they're that connector. Um, as you mentioned, Ali, Oliver, <laughs> Ali, um, you know, like you listen to probably every conversation. Um, and I think that's what, you know, like um, if you have a, a captain that's close or doesn't really, you know, it's not as approachable, then it's probably going to be hard to promote that same um, environment culture um, within that space. Right. And and super connecting culture, culture here is weak, in that it is rare I find in the Vegas area for people to proactively seek out, like, um, you know, hey Sean, you should talk to Martin. He's not here right now, but you should talk to him about the, the uh, something that you could work together on. So you Oliver are in a position. Ollie are in a. <laughs> All right, we'll stop that. We're, you're in a position though to kind of have the feel because you are, you're, you're a part of a conversation whether people know it or not. Like you said. Um, there's always the, the, you know, the joke is like the bartender is at the other of the bar, but they're listening. Yeah. Right. So you kind of have a feel for the rhythm and who's doing what, and you, you are one of the constants a few days a week. Um, so yeah, the possibility that you will know the answer to somebody's question, you can hook them up, right. And you're part of the, the, the value proposition, I guess. The biggest thing here with everybody is like, the biggest thing about the coffee shop here is you're not a transaction walking in here. You know, you're a person, you're a person, you're a person, right? So it's not like, hey, what can I get? What can I make for you, right? It's like, hey, what, what you got going on today? What's wrong with you? Like it, sometimes, you know, we've got so close to people that I don't even consider myself a barista. I'm like a therapist sometimes. You know, people come in here and tell me even after three times of me making them a coffee, they're like, oh, okay, I see you every morning. This is what my day is. I'm going through shit today, sorry, or, you know, whatever, you know. And I'm like, wow, some people, I'm looking at them as they're talking to me. I'm like, you're really telling me this right now. I've only met you three times, you know. But your coffee is very good. <laughs> Despite what except, Martin. Except for the first one. That's, that's, <laughs> Martin is except totally for Martin's good. first one. <laughs> so, there was something about him I didn't like. <laughs> good job fixing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, we treat everybody as, as, as people. Like I said earlier, coffee's just the platform. Right, this whole space, and uh, you, you're enabling. You're, you're, you, the ideation has to take place where people are comfortable, where they. That's the whole. Name. There's yeah. a whole reason behind, like you said, the furniture, the way the furniture is, the all the the decor on the walls, the music that we choose. You know, it's so you're you feel at home when you're here. You can, you know, kick your feet up a little bit. Right, I've never felt like I had to leave. Unless I like have a you know appointment or something, um, but there's never a sense that like uh, oh we should clear the table so other people I mean they they might have this big table reserved, but in some of the shops downtown especially there's more of a I got to get back to work or I'm only here to meet somebody. There's just this energy of like in and out. Come on, let's go. Mm. Um, not explicitly, but just the feeling, and the feeling is important. Um, ideation hubs, in my experience, are well like I, I think I said this earlier. The and I cannot remember the name. The owner of the shop and his wife ran the place. It was in on Murphy Avenue in downtown Sunnyvale, 
and I would get there when they opened and I would stay till they closed all day. And I was getting 25 cent refills. So I'm not making him any money. I'm taking up a whole seat, at least a, a table for two for me and my laptop. Um, but yeah. you're still offering a sense of community there. Oh yeah. Right? We would, there would be 10 of us talking at one point, yeah. you know, here through the day. So yeah, that has to have some value to somebody eventually. And that, that's the big thing here. We care about the community around us, the people around us, the people that come in that take the time out to ride their bike all the way from the strip up here, you know? It takes me about two hours to get here on a bus. <laughs> Three buses. So that means a lot to us. Think Little things like that means a lot to us. So we try to care about everybody that comes in here. Oliver better make me a good coffee this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm not here. Well, you were today. But yes, yesterday, two hours to get here. I think espresso dopio extra dope was funny. <laughs> Apparently not everybody did. <laughs> I don't mean dope like that. I just mean, you know, dope. Like, that's cool. That's awesome. That's dope. But No, you wanted what brings you back. That's right. The extra dope. <laughs> but it was extra dope, so they, they got me anyway, even though they didn't laugh. Um, are there other places? I don't, I think there probably are, but have I, any of you here experienced... Now I'm not trying to like. This is not the altar of. Uh, it, it's a it's a great coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there it it is duplicatable. Are there other places like this? Probably. In but have you experienced? Because I've all the places I've been to. Maybe, I think I said this earlier. Maybe Mothership at Ferguson's, if I can state a competitor. Um, more it's more a space, and Ferguson's has a certain character. But I wouldn't say it's as inviting as Desert Wind is. So, but it's not as, what's the opposite of inviting? Repulsive? No, it's not, not that strong a <laughs> word. But uh, some of these shops in the more, more in the middle of downtown are just a little bit more hyper. They're more like in and out. They're more sterile. Transactional, cold. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And the more, more the earbuds and stuff. So. Um, I'm a freelance photojournalist, so I do a lot of photo shoots all over the city. And whenever I'm done with a shoot, no matter what um, location I'm at in the city, I immediately look for a coffee shop so I could download and edit because I'm on a deadline. And so I've experienced and been to so uh, tons of coffee shops. I've never felt what I felt here or what I do feel here at Desert Wind anywhere else. So... Um, yeah, that's just the truth on my end. I, I just want to add this one input. I'm probably the wrong person to ask because every time I go to a coffee shop, I am transactional, meaning we go, I go in for coffee and then leave. Um, but it, it, again, it's, it's usually like you go into a coffee and you're like, oh, okay, well, the decor is nice. Um, or it's ultra modern or you know but and you see some some people working with their ear, earbuds on and i think this is, this one is a little bit different from a it's 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 I, I think you mentioned it dan like right it's a very homey feel like the the furniture is very um specific in terms of like hey that's my grandmother's couch yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it doesn't have plastic on it but yeah yeah but that's the uh, that's that the idea right so, so i think um by having i don't think i've seen a coffee shop sort of exactly like this where it you know like from like how it's been designed is like 
gives you that certain type of comfortability, I guess. Is that a word? Yeah, where you could, yeah, that, com that comfortability where you feel like you could let your hair down and be a little bit, um, uh, uh, what, what, what word am I looking for? Uh, be a little bit, um, yourself, not like vulnerable. That's what I meant. Like, like you could feel a little vulnerable, and when you feel that vulnerability, it actually is stimulates growth because then it kind of forces you gives you that good nervousness to be able like okay i'm allowing myself to be vulnerable but then here it's like you're okay with it because then you f you feel like you're going to get that support from just the energy of the coffee shop and then the people that come here so it feels easier to be vulnerable and uh, uh, here at desert wind that. that's a tagline right there so t-shirt on being vulnerable, it's funny. I don't know about the other workers here, but I will purposely make talk to a shy person that comes in here. You know, there's been plenty of times where, you know, they just come in, order a drink, go sit down, and I will purposely every day ask them, hey, what are you working on? What are you doing today? Kind of break their shell a little bit. Sure. And now that same shy person is in here and they talk to us like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, takes, yeah. You have to become whatever, comfortable. You know? So yeah, yeah. So I'm, okay. I, I will, I'll try to break someone's shell on purpose. I think and make the, them vulnerable, right, for that growth. The other secret power that the barista, the captain, has is, and Martin has the same, just by association. But when if someone walks in here transactionally, perhaps Sean comes in for a coffee, and and Oliver might say. Uh, uh, maybe he knows you from, you know, like, oh, how's the thing you're working on? And, hey, did you know Martin? You know, again, a quick introduction. You have now handed off some trust or some some of that referral juice. And uh, I have been in my world travels, I've been, you know, like um, the, the one I'm thinking about right now, I was at a place in Toulouse. Uh, it was a bar. It was a bar in this case. The, uh, a person came in the bar. She was asking for the restroom. The bartender said it's over there. And she left her stuff on the bar stool and kind of looked at me like, can you keep an eye on my stuff? And the bartender, then she looked at the bartender. The bartender looked at her and kind of gave the, yeah, he's, he's okay. And we're still, I've talked to her recently. Her name's Otavia. She, it was, this was in Toulouse, France. I'm not sure where she, she thinks she's in Greece right now. So yeah, you never know. But the, the captain can give the nod or the wink or the thumbs down. Like, yeah, you don't want to talk to that person. That guy's going to steal your purse. <laughs> take it with you no but the yeah the value of that is the trust part the vulnerability you're you got somebody kind of keeping an eye on the place um you don't get that at starbucks sorry starbucks but that's you know you're in a transactional place they're writing your name on a cup because they don't know you um so the value it becomes more and more clear to people and i cannot emphasize enough i think the value of that in an innovation hub, the place where you feel comfortable sharing ideas and bouncing ideas of people, meeting new people, potential co-founders and place. Um, and by the way, Cafe Genius, inspired by Cafe Centro, a coffee shop in San Francisco where Twitter, now X, perhaps, uh, where that was founded, right? So Jack Dorsey was playing with his laptop coding or something. And um, what's his name? Evan, I can't remember his name, um, whatever is it, some other guy. <laughs> Some guy with money <laughs> said, oh, what are you working on? And that's where it began, right? Cafe Centro, I've been there many times. It's in a park. It's very, very inviting, very comfortable setting. Um, similar idea, right? So I selected Cafe Genius, half inspired by Cafe Centro, the other half about getting smart people together. So this is the kind of place where that happens. 
and I think it's not as common as it could be. I've been telling people we need a Cafe Central of Vegas, of the greater Vegas area, in fact. Um, I would say this is one such place. So I think we're coming up on our end of the evening. Any closing words? And by the way, if you could uh, do a quick, like, just a like, couple words introduction, I'll just tack that at the beginning so people know who each person is. If you want. I'm Oliver. I, uh, I'm the captain of the ship. <laughs> no, I'm Oliver. I'm a barista here, or head barista here at uh, Desert Wind Coffee in Las Vegas. Um, we lead with love and we stay weird. Well said. Well said. Hello, everyone. My name is Martin Fuentes, and I am a freelance photographer and tech entrepreneur. And my mission is to my mission is to bring together people and to propel their mission by sharing ideas and knowledge and um, supporting each other. So, I guess final words is I think um well who are you first oh I was gonna do that after okay the final go ahead word, go, do your thing but um Sean I just like Martin I'm also a tech entrepreneur um product um aficionado I guess you know I always say that you know product is my life um be it digital or um any kind I think that's really my calling um but final words as i was saying i think um places like this are is important for innovation because there has to be that central place where people go to people gravitate to that builds twitters right or x that builds you know like it's not it's not about just you know like okay hey i met somebody you know like a, a garage right because like those people already know each other, but it's it's um, like places like this where complete strangers can have conversations, and those conversations can lead to multinational companies that are running with hundreds and thousands of people. So I think if we if Vegas really wants to be that kind of place, I think we need to really kind of like go to places like Desert Wind, um, where it is open. What did you say? Lead with love or lead with love. love. That's, you know, like we have captains of the ship that knows how to kind of like drive conversation or break people out of their shell so that they can share and grow um, is very, um, very important for um, an innovation culture. Because most tech founders are introverts, to be honest. So they need that help. Yeah. Too. They, they leave to go get a coffee and they may go back home with a co-founder. Exactly. Because they otherwise would not have met that person had they not run into Oliver Martin and Sean and maybe Dan Hugo now and then. But thanks, guys. Thanks for taking the time. Thank um, you. Maybe we'll have a... a, a Remote is good, but uh, I will have more microphones if we do like a remote thing. Um, But thanks for putting up also with group and passing mics around to uh, enable this. So thanks for the time. Martin, final, final, final. I don't know what you're. Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks to Dan Hugo, you know, for heading this up. So we appreciate you, man. Thanks for uh, sharing your knowledge with us. Yeah, Yeah, thank you, Dan, for uh, always keeping the, the wheels in your head turning. 
they're burning. getting people together. There's, you could just smell the burning sensation <laughs> of the, the wheels turning. I think the brakes, the parking brakes on. Thanks, guys. Uh, so I'm going to insert this into uh, uh, like a wrapper. I'll sort of introduce everybody. But uh, yeah, I'll post this uh, Friday. So nice. I'm sure I'll tag everybody. Sweet. Thanks for listening uh, from Desert Wind Coffee Roasters on Sahara. The. the, 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 the now open if I <laughs> certain banners and other places. Anyway, thanks, guys. Well, that was fun. That was our very first field recording for this audio program. A long time ago, I used to have only a field recorder for our, um, our shows we used to do for my Radio Sunnyvale podcast network, if you will. Uh, I co-founded with uh, a colleague in Sunnyvale, California. I used to uh, set up a much older Zoom hardware device, not to be confused with the video conferencing software platform. Uh, I used to visit city city hall uh, city council city ma- uh, city manager other staffers uh, business people cold weather shelter sit in coffee shops so uh, a field recorder can come in handy for some some interesting podcast audio program possibilities i hope that was the case with this first one it has been a while uh, i only have two microphones for this particular field recorder which has uh, two XLR ports, if you're curious. So we passed the mic back and forth between uh, Sean, Martin, and Oliver. So thanks for their uh, making that work. Uh, in the future, it'd be cool to have like four microphones for in-person. But then a studio is a tricky thing in general. It's just more hardware, more more uh, schedule alignment, and so on. Being able to record in the field is sort of in the middle you can do it more spontaneously, less uh, less organization up front, uh, but then there's fewer resources. It's more ad hoc. There's some noise. Uh, you have to go by the VU meter. It's really difficult to judge uh, levels, <clears throat> audio levels. And uh, so here it is. But that was our first one, and uh, I do thank them. Now on the, the note about Cafe Centro. So I have been saying for the last year, uh, it's uh, October 2023. So since late 2022, I have been saying we need Cafe Centro in Vegas. Cafe Centro is where uh, I don't mean to uh, give undue appreciation for the company, but since we all know it, uh, Cafe Centro is where Twitter was founded, sort of. It's where Jack Dorsey was sitting with his laptop, hacking on his his idea, and... Uh, I believe it was Evan Williams who uh, happened by. Cafe Centro was located in South Park. I say was. I'm foreshadowing. It was uh, located in South Park, which is very near the uh, the, baseball, uh, the baseball park. I think it's AT&T Park. It's been a while. So in a nice little enclosed area, a nice little coffee shop, more outdoor seating than indoor probably, but similar effect. You can go there, hang out, talk about ideas, show the future enabler of your startup idea, your idea on your laptop, have it turn into a whatever X is now. And so Cafe Centro was rightfully uh, an ideation hub at the very least. And so in the show notes, I have a link to their website, Cafe Centro. I also have a link to the Desert Wind Coffee Roasters, of course, a link to Cafe Centro SF 
com as well. They have recently closed. That is a moment of silence. Um, or there should be longer. Their 30-year run uh, never recovered from the pandemic, apparently. Although uh, I have attached a, a link in the show notes for the uh, NSF Chronicle article. Uh, there may be hope to reopen it. Um, luckily, the infrastructure required for a coffee shop is is doable. And certainly it has the momentum and brand recognition. So fingers crossed. But yeah, my point with Cafe Central mentions over the last year is that we need such places in the greater Vegas area if we have any hope to become an innovation hub of any kind. And an innovation hub, well, let me back back up a little bit. We're already an innovation hub when it comes to certain things like uh, hospitality, entertainment, food, drink, you know, so we're adding professional sports. So there's already innovative thinking. You kind of have to be innovative because uh, you can't just open uh, an entertainment venue. Now you have to open an entertainment venue shaped like a sphere with uh, a display on the outside and the inside. It drives people wild. So that's, <clears throat> that is a form of innovation. So if we, if we want to become an innovation hub across more entrepreneurial endeavors that are not $2.3 billion dollars, in uh, in spend value remains to be seen uh not everyone can put up a tear down a, a resort and put up a baseball stadium or repave roads and bring chaos and <laughs> disarray to the entire strip and surrounding areas for months and uh, make it difficult for people to get to work for a couple of days in mid-november and and uh before so normal everyday people they need to sometimes they need to go talk to other people about an idea and either be told uh, that's been done, that's ridiculous. And by the way, that's been done is not really a a reason to not do something. That's been done, but it could be done better is the uh, subtext. But uh, to be able to ideate with other people in person is valuable. You can do it on Zoom. You can do it online. That's It's not disallowed. In fact, you may have heard Martin mention Martin is working on uh, such an idea for online uh, one-on-one discussions. So not discounting that, but the ability to <clears throat> mix going to a coffee shop to uh, crack the laptop open and get some work done, quote-unquote, and actually strike up a conversation with someone who either has uh, a similar background experience and can offer that sort of feedback to a notion or someone who has none of your experience and yet can still offer uh, experience and, and opinion uh, completely orthogonal to what you're, you've done, but maybe completely relevant to what you're trying to accomplish. So uh, back in the downtown project days, they called these serendipitous collisions. Uh, as we discussed in the field recording, you can't really have those if people that you run into have their earbuds or other headphones. Uh, They're in their own audio world, focused intently on their laptop, possibly facing a wall or a window, not really inviting conversation or interruption, I suppose. So an ideation hub, a social setting such as Cafe, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) Cafe Central, but certainly Desert Wind offers a more, uh, almost like a living room, uh, literally in terms of furniture and, and aesthetic, but also figuratively in that I've watched it happen countless times. We talked about it during the, the segment. Uh, people can just strike up a conversation. It's a, it's a comfortable place. 
And so um, I want to thank Sean, Martin, and Oliver. I want to thank Pam, who was not there. It was it was literally the four of us uh, at about seven thirty, I think it was. We normally, when we do pitch mingle, we have uh, the after hours coffee shop space from six to eight. Usually is the plan. Uh, Pam, as always, completely supportive. Uh, Oliver runs the place for for the after hour session. And we have an any age-friendly gathering of people to talk about their ideas as though they were mingling at, a, at any of countless events that happen in Las Vegas. But in this case, uh, feedback. So you, you can speak as an elevator pitch format. So, you know, we start with two minutes. It's a very tall building. The Merdeka 118, I like to say, it's the second tallest building in the world in Indonesia. So 118 stories. So I figure... 120 seconds, 118 seconds. So you get two minutes to start, but you know, we very rarely stick to that strictly because when you're in a mingle situation, there's no timer, there's no clock, but we do encourage interruption, chaos, noise, just like the real thing. Uh, that way you know how to make a point quickly because the person you're speaking to may be interrupted or taken away. Someone may take you away. You know, hey, Dan, I got to talk to you over here. Hey, you got to meet this person. Like I'm in the middle of trying to secure funding for my giant startup idea but uh and then get some feedback and like hey it'd be better if you made your point that you made in the second minute in the first 12 seconds that'd be more effective so any age friendly because anyone can have a startup idea doesn't even have to be a startup idea uh pitch mingle sounds like you're pitching a startup it could be starting a journey of any idea maybe you want to write a book maybe you want to uh start a band who knows pitching is uh universal it's starting a conversation, starting a, a journey. So on that note, yes, thank you, uh, Pam and uh, Pam and Joe, but Pam kind of runs the place as it should be. And uh, Oliver and his colleagues, and then, of course, all the people who have turned the, the Desert Wind Coffee Roasters shop into something much more than they probably, uh, probably planned it to be. So kudos. We need more spots like that. Uh, there, there can be only one is not completely applicable here. More ideation, more sharing of ideas, more discovering how your ideas could work and so on. And places like Desert Wind make that happen. So, uh, get out of your head, stop sitting on the couch, wondering if your idea will work, go and socialize and do it in a place like Desert Wind. Again, not sponsored. Uh, this is just a fact. If you go to a place like Desert Wind Coffee Roasters or any similar in fact, we were thinking, are there other spots like this? And there are. Um, you can check out Digit Coffee downtown. You can check out um, Mothership, sort of, at Ferguson's. Uh, a little bit of an earbud crowd there, but, you know. And there are some other spots, and we'll continue to add more. So get out, talk about your ideas, socialize a bit in person before the next uh, thing comes along to make us all stay home. But uh, share your ideas, get used to telling people about your ideas, get used to talking and listening, and get used to uh, ideating, wherein you take what you learn along the way and pivot, change, adapt, and uh, go for it. Turn, turn this place around. Turn it into something that works for you. Thank you for listening, and thank you again to my guests who didn't completely know ahead of time, but were, uh, were ready to chime in with some useful opinions and insights uh, Oliver, Martin, and Sean. You can see Oliver at Desert Wind on Fridays and Sundays as of this podcast. 
Uh, Martin, you can probably see at Desert Wind any of the seven days. And Sean and has a startup, an AI startup here in Vegas. You can run into him at Tech Alley now and then or uh, around. I'll try to have them on for a, a more comfortable, uh, cleaner, if you will, session of, <clears throat> of actual discussion about what they're actually doing. Uh, I'll try to have them on for actual sessions, either one-on-one or we can recreate the dynamic for a, a more focused discussion on what we find in our travels here in the greater Vegas area. So that's, that's where I'll leave it. I'm, I'm stretching this out for whatever reason, but I do thank you again. And as always, like, share, subscribe, uh, thumbs up, whatever applies to where you're listening to this, or just generally, thanks for listening. Tell a friend and go forth and ideate.